You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons podcast. Visit mashthosebuttons.com for a full podcast schedule. Guardian. Guardian. Welcome to In Orbit, Mash Those Buttons podcast dedicated to Destiny and its community. On today's show, In Orbit number 36, you can't contain this outbreak. My name is Jorge, and as always, I got my partner in crime, David. Say hi. What's up, everybody? So on today's show, we're going to be talking about the big monitor puzzle that has been solved. Uh, Raid mechanics are further refined. A raid glitch is discovered to avoid the entire death Zamboni encounter. Iron Banner Supremacy is coming back, and a little-known event known as Trials of Osiris is coming back with some new gear. In fact, it's active right now. So let's go ahead and jump right into it. Let's talk about the Monitor Puzzle and the Outbreak Prime. So, people who have been doing the raid... (laughs) People who have been doing the raid have noticed that there's been several monitors that you can activate throughout the raid. And everybody's like, okay, this most likely leads to the Exotic Pulse Rifle. Ding, 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 correct. But there's always been that one monitor, that one monitor that everybody's been trying to find where exactly it is. And we, when you go into the room, by the way, spoilers, when you go into the room with the big giant uh, black, looks like a pyramid or diamond, whatever you want to call it, and, and there's a whole bunch of canisters all over the place, if you get close to that black um, diamond pyramid thing, you can hear the monitor right in the background. It's just teasing you, knowing that there's something in there that you cannot get. Well, using binary and uh, a little image that was put together from decrypting... It was absolutely ridiculous, actually. They decrypted a, a code that was put out And they were able to put together the room and where exactly you needed to stand to start the quest. And then you have to use binary in-game to determine where you need to stand. It's actually a very, very clever um, puzzle, and I commend Bungie on it, knowing that people were a little underwhelmed with the Sleeper Simulant quest. And it was cool to have something like that in-game. My only beef with it, I'm okay with the ARG events, but with regards to raid, it would have been better, in my opinion, had there been clues in the actual raid. That's just my my only beef. I've always been a fan of using the actual game to solve puzzles, but that's not to take away anything from this this quest. Like that is actually a very very cool mechanic and very cool thing to do when we and especially when you finally get it to open up. And you go inside and you finally activate the monitor. And even better, there's actually an exotic chest in there that gives you an exotic engram. 
and it gives you the emblem. So what did you think of that the actual quest so far, David? Not uh, not 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 the end result, because I know you have a lot to say about that. Yeah. Okay. So the uh the quest I thought was awesome. You know, kind of giving a little more background on it. Uh Bungie kind of put up another owl sector style web page and mm -hmm. Reddit, it took Reddit what five hours to get through that code. So it took Reddit <laughs> a little while and then Datto hopped on the case and it took Datto and his team another few hours, maybe even longer. I don't know exactly how long it took them, but it took them another few hours to get this whole thing to work and to figure out what to do. And I think it was awesome. It was legit a true puzzle in game. It took a lot of time to figure out. It was what people were trying to do with the Sleeper Simulant Quest. When Sleeper Simulant Quest was active, everyone was going at all the Rasputin monitors spread throughout the game. They were checking every last inch of every mission because of Black Spindle. It was awesome. Um, and it, it was kind of a, a Black Spindle style thing. There was a sort of mission within a mission, though it wasn't as skill-based as that one per se. It was just can you figure this out? And once again, it brought the whole community together for a period of time, which is awesome. Um, there has been nothing like this in the game, so I'm super happy with how they did it. I just hope they do something new like this again next time. Absolutely. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a huge fan of what they did with this. Again, me being uh, coming from a Nintendo background with my Zelda and my, my Metroid, I am, I'm, I, as I mentioned, I prefer more of in-game stuff. Maybe that they hid the map in different locations of the raid. That's just me. I, 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 I again, I'm not trying to poo-poo the, the whole thing. I just want there to be more quests in the game. And I want them to use actual maps or, or actual items in games. Like, okay, if you look at it from up here, you see a clue. And it kind of tells you where to go. Well, even if like they had done something where every time, because you have four monitors leading up to this last monitor, if they had done something like, oh, you activate a monitor, something real quickly appears on that monitor screen, and that's your hint. Right. So, I mean, right now you you only get sevens when you when you activate the monitors throughout the raid, and and, and I think that this is definitely a step in the positive in the right positive direction, right <laughs> direction, whatever you want to call it, in the right direction. Um, I, I, I just prefer my, my puzzles in game, but let me tell you, shout out to the community, shout out to Bungie for putting this together. This is really, really great. And I hope that there's other stuff in game like this, because by this time last year, I think we were freaking out over the different quests that were available and we had just gotten black spindle. Don't quote me on that. I, I don't I know. Think, exactly I think you're right. I think black spindle was week two. Right, and and then we had also, um, that's when they also discovered that there was stuff in the Vault of Glass. So there's a lot of stuff that, that was in those heroic missions that I haven't seen just yet. So I, I'm hoping that this is the start of these hidden quests that we're starting to get or hidden things that we're starting to get so that we can get more exotics or more stuff from in-game. Um, now... What this all leads up to is a pulse rifle called Outbreak Prime, which if you viewed any of the videos, they called it the Wolfpack Pulse Rifle, where if you killed something, it would shoot SIVA 
items to the to the other enemies. It was really really cool to see, um, and it fits the Hawksaw archetype. Uh, we've currently gone through the, the the quest with a couple of our characters and done some stuff, David. I know you wanted to talk about the the quest itself, so which is involved and crazy, by the way. So I'll let you go ahead and take it away. Well, uh, see, I don't want to sound grumpy and salty, but I don't know. The quest is still weird put together for me. So, like, after you get the quest from this chest, which you've done a huge puzzle for, uh, you now have to go back through and go to regular activities with a fire team of a hunter, warlock, and titan. I get what they're doing there. Like, that's awesome. They want you to work as a team. They want you to be a very diverse team. The problem with it is in order to make this quest like okay you don't have to for this first part but in order to make this quest work you need three people at the exact same steps so i mean like i said you don't have to but it seems like you do and that's a lot because going into the raid like especially going into this we didn't realize this is what it was going to be we did this one uh the, the, what did we do it the day it came out or the day after or something like that that people f- mm-hmm. figure this out Mm-hmm. so we didn't really look into it that much we were just like oh we know how to do it so let's do this and i think i mean i was the only hunter on the raid team and i think we had like four titans and then a, one warlock so we couldn't split up our team evenly to be like all right this is who's gonna go with who and it was just it's still weird to me that they would do this very specific thing and then you get to the next step and now it needs to be very specific um where you have to have three people of these different subclasses do these things at the exact same time. And if you get ahead of another person, well, then those other people you were doing it with kind of screwed. They have to find another person or you have to go rebuy a piece, which it's awesome that they made you rebuy a piece. But I don't know. There's still something about this where it's just like, I get that you wanted to make it be about teamwork, but the questing where you're very dependent on other players is weird to me. Yeah, a lot of it is very, very um, team-oriented. So let's just go over the quest real quick so that people know exactly what we're talking about. So you do the whole monitor quest where you activate all five of the monitors in the raid. Obviously, you have to kill Axis in order to get the fifth monitor. And then you open the chest at the end of the hallway of that laser grid room. There's a laser grid room underneath where Axis is at. and once you get it, you get a SIVA engine, and it gives you an exotic questline called Channeling the Corruption. What you do is you bring it over to Shiro, he gives you a quest up called Engine Less Ordinary, and this is where you have to become the battery, where you have to charge your SIVA uh, charge, or SIVA engine, I'm sorry, by completing the following with a team of a Hunter, Warlock, and Titan. You gotta complete a Nightfall Strike. This bad, not that week, not not this week, not that. Oh my god, <laughs> this week, not that bad. You got to complete three public events, which you could do Archon's Forge, not that bad at all. Didn't know that. At you got to com- you got to complete <laughs> three heroic strikes or crucible. Reason he says he didn't know that is because I was like, David, just come to Archon's Forge. Like I'm looking for public events right now, man. <laughs> this qualifies as a public event. Get over here. Oh. oh, I've been doing this for 45 minutes. Oh. <laughs> anyway, complete three heroic strikes or crucible matches. Not that bad. And they get 50 kills with the pulse rifle. 
you already have a decent pulse rifle, chances are you can get all of this done at the same time, pretty much. Um, then the next part is where it gets a little tricky. Reason being is that whole section, while not that difficult, can take some time. And let's say somebody leaves after a certain point. The next step is going to be almost impossible because you're going to need to have all three, Hunter, Warlock, and Titans, decrypting their the sequence for their engine. And they need to have all three sequences completed and activated so that you can activate the other spots that correspond to them. So let's say I'm a Hunter. I decrypt my SIVA engine and I activate the Hunter node. The other teammates on my side are able to activate the Hunter node because I activated that one. I would need to wait for them to activate their Warlock and Titan node. And then, once you do that, then you go over to Shiro and he gives you another quest. And what you have to do is you have to get kills in the Plague Land, and then you have to kill Sepix uh, Perfected. Then you gotta do another equation and you gotta do the whole thing again where you gotta get uh, the Hunter, Warlock, and Titan. And you gotta put it in at the same time. So, th so this is where it gets really, really annoying. And then you gotta run the raid again. And it's, oh my god. And you gotta get a SIVA engine puzzle calculator. So you're just like, what is going on? Like, when you finally get the reward, it, it is a, a quest line. It is a, a, it is a bonafide quest line. But man, man. It doesn't restrict you with, with the Warlock, Hunter, and Titan. I get what they're trying to do. They're trying to make it so that every single person on the team is valuable. But man, sometimes the fact that you have a teammate that just that has to leave or, or whatever, and it becomes a little bit of a problem. And then you, you just you, there's nothing you can do. Yeah. You, you get stuck on a part. I, 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 again, I get what they're trying to do. It's kind of how I feel like with Bungie, with the bridge sequence on Crota. I get what they're trying to do, but maybe it wasn't completed effectively or put out effectively. <laughs> Great comparison. <laughs> yes. The, so you, you finally do. It, the one thing I will say is they definitely make it worth it because it is a 390 exotic pulse rifle, which at this good. point in time, is the highest light exotic that you can get, I believe. Don't quote me on that. I think that the hi the highest you can go is 386 or 87. So it, it is worth it to do it on all three characters because you can infuse two other Outbreak Primes into other weapons that you can use. Um, Anything else you wanted to throw in with regards to Outbreak Prime or the quest liner? Well, here's the thing. Uh, my like last little input, no one would have been mad if you'd gotten the pulse rifle at the end of the raid. Like no one would have been like, oh, that was such a disappointing quest. Like if you got the pulse rifle out of that chest, people have been like, awesome. I did like a five monitor thing. I beat the raid. I got the exotic pulse rifle. Like awesome. But Bungie was like, no, nah, we got to do a quest. And I just kind of feel like it would have been better off saving this quest for a different weapon where we could have gotten more weapons. But, you know, as well, two cents. 
All right, and with that, let's go ahead and talk about our current experience with the raid. Um, so now that we've had a good week to play around with the raid and have pretty much mastered the mechanics and items in the raid, has your experience changed? Uh, how does this raid compare um, now? I, I think it's 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 better now to compare the raid with the other raids um, that you've done. Obviously, Vault of Glass, Crota's End, uh, King's Fall, and now Wrath of the Machine. What are your what is your current experience with the raid? So currently, um, this is my favorite raid right now. I mean, it might change in the future. I might be like, oh well, I guess you know, I had more fun in the long run with Vault of Glass or something like that, but. Currently, this is my most fun raid. Um, I love all the encounters. Uh, even the last fight, which can be a headache if you don't have a team that really understands what's going on, um, is a ton of fun. It looks beautiful. Uh, the guns we're getting for it are great again. So it, it reminds me of like the Vault of Glass days where you really wanted those guns because they're, the perks on them make them very unique and they're a ton of fun. Um, the uh, drops aren't the best, but they're good. I feel rewarded every time I play the raid. So that's awesome. I love the Siva key mechanic. It basically took moldering shards and made it way better. Um, yeah, so like right now, uh, definitely my favorite raid. Yeah, that's my input. I feel like I had something else to say, but you know, I'll remember it in about 30 minutes. You know, it's weird to me. That I've gotten more helmets than I have arms. That's lovely. I've gotten zero helmets. Uh, I, I'm maybe it's just me, but I, I feel like maybe the armor isn't dropping as frequently. Yeah. Oh, you know what? There's this really weird thing I'm noticing, and I'm not the only person who's noticed this. But if I get a drop, and I want a different drop from that like loot table, and I go to try and use a Siva key, I feel like I always get what I already got. I have, right. I've never not gotten what I already got. Right. I, I've gotten the same thing where, for example, in the first one, I'll get the quantoplasm and then I open up the chest and there's another quantoplasm. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it, it's nice that you can use the second one to obviously infuse into another gun, but at a certain point, I kind of would like a full set because I believe the armor looks fantastic. Oh, it does. Yes. I, 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 I would like a full set that is actually effective for me. Um, those arms are something I really, really want because oh, getting that, lots of heavy ammo. The heavy rains, I, I believe bro. those arms the heavy are rains. Cool. What's up? The heavy rains down. I this is yeah the, the hidden perk or the the not hidden but the actual perk on the on the arms is that you get extra you have a chance for um additional heavy ammo drops from killing fallen enemies well everything in that raid is fallen and oh my it's not a chance it's like maybe I'll not drop a heavy here but then the other ones just give them all heavy it's like oh my gosh and I think that this is actually going to be necessary for the hard mode version of the raid. If you notice, at least in the, in the past raids, for the most part, um, all the perks on those armors and weapons become very, very necessary in the hard mode version of the raid. For example, year one, the, the, you wanted that extra damage for the oracles, otherwise you weren't going to take them down. 
Um, in Crota's End, if you had the the weapons that that were able to shoot through the um, the Hive Knight Shield of Darkness, whatever that's called, especially considering that they would just continuously charge you, like that was an invaluable perk to have. Um, not so much in Taken King. Um, you you could do without most of those perks, but having extra agility while you're doing the jumping puzzle or uh, the what is it the the torn between dimensions like that was pretty useful. But I you you definitely need that heavy ammo to do some extra damage to Axis, who's just he's a bullet sponge, but not in a terrible way. Like you understand why he's a bullet sponge. He is a boss the final boss and there is a mechanic to him and you can definitely take him down using those cannons. So there is a rhyme to the reason. Um, I, I just, I really want that full set, but at this, like I got some weird other perks on it. And it was like, maybe in another, another time I'll keep those arms. But like right now, these arms that I have right now are better off. So, well, um, the the rolls on everything are going to be very helpful in the hard mode raid, as you were saying, because that the bonus health when carrying a SIVA charge, which is the chest plate, I think it's going to be huge because there's already times in that uh, first encounter with, um, 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 why can't I remember his name? Such as the V. A Vostic? Vostic, yes. Where uh, the SIVA charges are dropping, and so say I'm the person running to pick up the SIVA charge, like I've got to go into ads to get that SIVA charge in time to throw at Vosik, and I mean, like that extra armor, that's going to be helpful. The speed boost obviously is helpful when you're running around with the uh, shock cannon or the void cannon, whatever. But uh, I agree with you 100%. The armor looks awesome, has great perks, and is definitely going to be helpful in hard mode grade. Right. So, yeah, that's 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 the only thing that that I have right currently with the raid is that the the drops aren't dropping differently, and at least in my experience, armor is rare, whereas the weapons they've been for the most part they've been dropping. I don't, I haven't seen any pulse rifles. I haven't seen any hand cannons. I've only gotten one scout rifle. I've gotten zero. I've auto gotten rifles, dude. Tons of auto rifles. I want I'm that not sure auto if that's rifle. I only get the scout rifle. Really? Yeah. I'm surprised that the other that the other weapons haven't dropped. I mean, I I feel like hand cannon and pulse rifle will most likely be hard mode drops, and sniper will be hard mode drop. But I, oh, I haven't gotten a fusion. You think rifle that they either. that they separated like that? I mean, maybe they they did in um, uh, vault of glass. Certain weapons were only hard mode drop. This is true. The hand cannon was a hard mode drop. Yeah. This is very true. But, um, yeah, I just want to be able to get a full set. So uh, if you would start dropping things differently for me, Bungie, it'd be very appreciated. I also hope that the hard mode drops have different perks and different, um, like, a reason to do hard mode. Oh, like uh, different perks on the, like an intrinsic perk kind of? Kind of, it, it, like the, you know how, how uh, Trials of Osiris had the uh, the last resort? Right. I hope they go in that direction, giving you a reason to do hard mode raid. Uh, obviously the light, but but you, the, when I got the Harrowed and I saw that it was just a basic, uh, a reskin of the regular, I was kind of disappointed. I was like, mm, 
Okay. Yeah, there's nothing too special about the Harrods. Right. I ended up infusing a lot of the Harrods into my regulars because I was like, well, why do I want to waste more modes of light if it's the exact same perk? Right. And I know so. I know the hard mode guns don't have anything super extra because they're just more like I don't think there's a new gun for it. Like I don't think you know how with Taken King there was uh, like Harrowed versus Vault of Glass where it was just oh now you have the hand kit. I think it's just now you have the hand cannon because we can see the perks of these guns on the mm-hmm. database, but um the armor. I know there's different armor, so I'm hoping the armor really has something cool. Absolutely. So one last thing that we're going to talk about with regards to the raid, the death Zamboni glitch, which I really hope that they patch. So this is the situation. When you first go into the death Zamboni area, you can literally skip the entire fight. You can only do this if you're running into the area the very first time. All you do is you just run. Don't tell how. Don't encourage this. Okay, fine. I won't. I won't. <laughs> So basically, there's an area where you can jump to where you just skip the entire fight. You can run right through the wall. And it it's... While you get to move on to the other part of the raid, you lose out on that drop. I don't know why you'd want to do this, though. Like, this is the most fun encounter. It is. Uh, I've Me and my team, we've gotten it down to a science where we'll have five people on the bottom... One person up top just taking out the the captains and 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 ads and stuff. It's a really fun encounter. I, I, I I'm interested to see if it changes any in hard mode besides just uh, obviously yellow bar more enemies. difficulty and, and <laughs> right. Which I don't expect, but considering what they did with vault uh vault of glass, considering what they did with King's Fall, they learned that people weren't a fan of just making enemies harder for the for the hell of it. They want more like if it's going to be hard mode make give us a special change or whatever not an actual damage tank so to say yeah yes there there were yellow bar enemies in the um oh what is it called the the, the totems the, part the totems part but it didn't change the fight or nor did it, make, it, it like let's say if it was on normal and he had a, an, a yellow bar knight, it wouldn't change that fight dramatically. It, 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 but it, it, it does add a, sl- a slight challenge. Something like that, where they make it so that, I don't know, another Zamboni or mini Zamboni comes out or something. I, I, obviously, <laughs> that's not going to happen. But I, I, I want the, the change to be significant, but not just damage tanks. Yeah, that's just my my thoughts on that. I agree. The only thing is, it doesn't seem like there's much they can do to this encounter besides put damage tanks. Because I mean, another Zamboni wall would be cool. Like it would kind of mess with how the whole encounter works. Um, They could add more. I'd say the same thing. I'd say the same thing. But here's the the one thing. Like I'm looking at all these different encounters, and I'm just trying to think exactly where they're trying to go with it. Okay, so let's do that then. Take a guess for each encounter. All right, so so because not only is there the actual encounter, but there's also the challenge mode. Right. And I'm having the damnedest of times trying to figure out, because there's only two challenge modes, just so that everybody's aware. You have the Vosic challenge mode, you have the Axis challenge mode. And I'm having the damnedest of times trying to figure out what Vosic challenge mode will be and what Axis challenge mode will be. 
and whether it will involve the previous, um, for, for example, Bossic and, and Axis are actually interesting bosses in that they have, they both have two sequences. You have two rounds for each. And I'm just trying to figure out whether or not the Vosik challenge mode will involve round one and round two. Like, for oh, example, you, like, you cannot have a, um, a voltage eater get to the, uh, the voltages and you cannot miss a, uh, a SIVA shard shot in the second round. It just seems like such a lame, like that's the war priest style challenge mode though. It's such a lame challenge. No, I, I I agree. I'm I'm just trying to figure out exactly like what the challenge mode yeah, can be because Vosik- everybody does the same thing. It's not like one person takes complete control. And Vosik's a very straightforward raid too. I'm wondering if challenge mode will have something to do with those two random. Well, in general, Vosik in general, I think those two random Siva notes that drop at the end there that everybody's like, oh, should I throw them at them? Should I take them inside? I think those two. Sivas that drop will play a part in either challenge or hard mode or both. And I think there's going to be some new thing we have to do with them. Like say we have to break into the room we want to go to with them or something like that. Um, but yeah, that looking at the Vosik encounter, it's, it's kind of tricky to guess what a challenge mode would be because I, yeah, I don't know. Uh, maybe something with the monitors, who knows? Yeah, because the only other thing I can think of the the hard mode for Axis, I could easily see them making it so that only two people get the uh, empowerment. That'd be so rough. Would it? Because you can easily have if you have one person on the left or or one person on the right, you can kind of get to all spots. Pretty quickly. Uh, theoretically, I think your best option would be to run one in back and one in middle low. Because middle low could technically get to right or left. Right. But if someone's covering back, they can't really get to left or right. Yeah, the, I, 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 I'm still trying to piece together like what the actual challenge modes would be. With, with Vosik, the one thing I'm wondering is if you have to throw SIVA charges at the same time now. Because right now we don't. But uh, as soon as you, or not Vosik, sorry, Axis, Asic, Axis, Axis. And if you have to, because if you add that little thing from Vosik to Axis, it makes that fight a lot harder. Because right now, you kill your servitor, you throw the thing. Like, that's all you have to really worry about. Oh, who hasn't thrown yet? Oh, we have someone down. Okay, let me run over and throw that one for them. But if you throw in that, all right, now we all have to throw at the same time. That's one more big thing you have to communicate about and you have to pay attention to. You got to keep your team up the full time or you're not going to be able to throw all at the same time. So right. maybe that gets added to it for hard mode. I mean, obviously, we're probably going to see more yellow enemies in there. Um, I have a feeling in hard mode and challenge mode, there will be something about... Um, the servitors making it to that fire plate because right now they get there and they just kind of chill there for a little bit and then disappear. That's nothing very punishing. I have a feeling like maybe if a servitor makes it there, um, Axis gets health back or something like that, or he instantly goes into rage mode. 
or challenge mode, obviously, I think it's almost obvious that something in challenge mode will be you can't let a servitor get to that plate, but who knows? We'll see. So, David, why don't you go ahead and talk about Mash Those Buttons. Mash Those Buttons, your ultimate resource for video game commentary, reaction, and involvement by a variety of opinionated and informed gamers who love gaming of all kinds. Covering a large swath of gaming, we cover the latest news and information on the games you care about, and always provide unfiltered commentary and fun. Check out all the killer podcasts available today on Mash Those Buttons Network at www.mashthosebuttons.com. And we're going to jump into some PvP now. Woo! All right. So coming next week will be Iron Banner Supremacy. I'm pumped, dude. Um, and they completely changed uh, the mechanic. There's no longer a tempered mechanic. That's gone. You can play whenever you want. Uh, bounty rewards include uh, an Iron Banner item not found on the vendor. Awesome. A chance at an Iron Banner artifact or vanity item. 25 awesome. legendary marks. Awesome. 750 Iron Banner Reputation. And whenever you win a match, you get 250 Reputation. Iron Medallions grant you 150 Reputation each upon victory. So it's following in the same pass as the other one where you would get a similar amount of, or, or a close amount of Reputation for cashing an Iron Medallion, but not the full amount. There is speculation that Ephrodite will be here at Iron Banner because we still haven't seen her. She's in the and Grimoire. She's in the Grimoire. And there is a song about her in the actual uh, the album. So we know that she's going to be here in some way, shape, or form. In fact, her name's all over all the bounties. So what will we be competing for in this Iron Banner? Well, we got auto rifles. We got shotguns, because we all know Iron Banner and shotguns equals destruction. So we got cloaks. <laughs> oh, man. We got, the, we got the class items, which include the cloak, the bond, and the, the sachet for the Titan. I like calling it the sachet. <laughs> it's, it's just funny to me. Uh, we got the arms, and we got cool stuff. Now... Remember, for this Iron Banner, you no longer have to have the Iron Banner emblem. You no longer have to have the Iron Banner class item. Uh, I'm so happy about shader. that. Shader. And I'm missing one. Why am I missing one? What if you said class item, shader, emblem? I said them all. No, I'm right. Yeah. Okay. Ignore me. Anyway, you no longer have to have the Iron Banner stuff with regards to uh, getting extra rep reputation. You're just going to get the reputation that you get from competing in the Iron Banner. Hey, you wonder what I and just thought about? What's that? Totally random, but since we're talking about rewards, you know, maybe I'll finally get a year two ship. You'll never get that ship. Probably not. Anyway, <laughs> um, so I'm excited for Iron Banner. At the same time, I'm kind of disappointed that they didn't really change too much of the Iron Banner. It, it seems just like a, a more streamlined Iron Banner. Nothing special outside of the rewards. Which, given what we've seen in Trials of Osiris, which we'll get to in a second, there's going to be a lot of good light level rewards and stuff. And I believe there's artifacts that will be dropping from Iron Banner. Yes. So, 
Let's cross our fingers that the rewards are like they were at the end of year two, where they weren't terrible like at the beginning of year one. Let's hope for no or year, glitches. Or, like or we the had beginning had of year two, I should no, Sorry, what'd you say, Dave? I said, let's hope for no glitches like we had for the first three Iron Banners of uh, uh, year two. Uh, uh, or so they said. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, actually, I was one of the lucky ones, and I got a nasty roll on my Norwin's Mercy, that first Iron Banner. I had Max Balance, Feeding Frenzy, and Third Eye. So I was dropping people really, really quickly, but I, a lot of people didn't have access to that. So... And, it, and it's not from trying, like, they just couldn't get any rewards. Hopefully, we don't have the same situation here. I'm looking to a lot of fun from Iron Banner. I'm just a little disappointed that they didn't change the event too greatly. But given that it's Supremacy, there is a um, there there is an objective, and it seems to be a fun event that people are, are, are going to uh, go towards. Because I've heard good things about Supremacy from other people which encourages me considering that it is an objective-based game. You can't just get kills. Knowing that, here comes the iron shotgun. That's all I'm just saying. Oh. It's all about that Trials of Osiris shotgun. Well, let's go ahead and talk about Trials of Osiris, David's favorite game mode. He played a little bit of it yesterday. David, why don't you go ahead and go into it? Yeah, so this week it was on Last Exit, or is on Last Exit, since it's going on right now. Uh, terrible Trials map, in my opinion, but you know, it's my opinion. Some people may like it. Uh, it, it embraces the, um, what game are we playing? Rise of Iron Era. I was going to say Taken King. I was like, that's not right. It's the Rise of Iron Era of shotguns very heavily. Um, you can snipe on it if you're playing out in courtyard. Um, the sweaties have been out to play. It was it was a tough, some tough matches I got in yesterday. Uh, I was very disappointed in myself because I never actually went flawless. Went to eight twice. Um, but it is you know usual trials except for loot. Okay, loot is dropping. It's dropping good. Feels like PvP style loot, and it's dropping high. Um, something they did with loot this year, which I really like the, uh, end of match loot drops, which can still drop up to 385 are, or maybe even 400. I don't know, but I've only seen up to 385. They can drop, uh, the last year's trial gear. So if you missed out on any of that, you can get it. Your gold tier packages drop the pariah gear, which was last year's, um, lighthouse gear, which I think is really cool because now it gives people a chance to we're never able to get to the lighthouse. They get a chance to get it. And then your um, wins five and seven are new gear and weapons. And I would assume, you know, I haven't been there yet, which I'm very salty about. I would assume there is new gear at the lighthouse of a different color with an additional extra perk. I haven't really looked in the database. Maybe you can confirm, Jorge. I actually didn't take a look at it. All right, so I'm going to assume there is new gear you can get, kind of like Pariah was at the lighthouse. Um, I will be there before this day is over, if, if it's the last thing I do. We'll be going there tonight. Yeah, we will. Um, there is ornamentation that you can get, so that that's that's really cool. Um, we had a couple clan members actually go flawless. 
I am just really, really interested to to see the rewards. Uh, again, just like Iron Banner, I am a little upset that they didn't change it too much outside of the rewards. I, I'm not saying that every sing, every absolutely everything needs to be completely different, but there needs to be at least something new, something to entice you. Because outside of the rewards, at a certain point, people are going to get to 385 or soon enough 400. And you're going to see it where people start tapering off and only the sweaties will be in Iron, uh, Trials of Osiris. And that's fine, but I, I kind of want their, the, the boat to be a little bit livelier and, and more... Um, Filled with people. Right. So, um, outside of that, was there anything else you wanted to talk about with regards to Trials of Osiris? Did you, uh, how did you uh, go in there yourself? Uh, well, what, what was your loadout? So, I started the day my usual hand cannon sniper, and it was working, but the, the, so yesterday I was playing, I didn't like, seriously, I wasn't like, oh, let's go to the lighthouse, let me stack my team real quick. Um, I was just going with uh, a bunch of clan members. I did play with a, like, I did play with one really good team where we should have gone flawless and we were very disappointed when we didn't. But um, two of my teams that I played with um, were just kind of like average players. Nobody like, oh, we're going to go to the White House every time players. So I was uh, putting my usual, all right, let me see if I can carry you guys a little bit. And I was doing good. the sniper was working if I played courtyard side, but if teams wouldn't go courtyard side, um, going inside with snipers became very hectic. For those of you who know Last Exit, there's a lot of tunnels that go through it. So it was very shotgun heavy. And even um, running Last Word, it was hard to prevent shotguns from taking me out if I was inside. So I ended up switching to Midas shotgun. And later I was using the Trials auto rifle, and which is a hack on's hatchet archetype by the way um and shotgun and uh shotgun was doing work man like if you can get close quarters obviously like i've got a a great role in a matador so once i got close quarters like it was game over so that's my suggestion to you if you're going to be playing this weekend would be um shotgun on this map and shotguns are going to be heavy in trials of osiris because we have a lot of close quarters maps this time around People are liking them. They they're very consistent right now, besides the occasional ghost bullet. But snipers just they don't they don't feel as good as they have in the past. I know they only touch the damage of a certain archetype, but they don't feel as good as they have in the past. I'm sure if we play uh, Widow's Court again, which should definitely come back, sniper will be the only thing people have. But um, my only gripe with trials is the two guns I've gotten. I got the auto rifle and the pulse rifle. Both have a ton of perks for you to choose from. Both have apparent god rolls, but they just feel underwhelming, especially in PvP. And that's, I mean, I'm I'm disappointed because I would love, like, Doctrine was awesome because you're getting a gun out of the elite PvP experience that is baller in PvP. And I would love to have these weapons be something that are something you really want to use in PvP since that's what they represent. Trophies? Yeah. Kind of like a trope, eh, not really a trophy actually, because trophy they are trophies. I want them to be useful trophies. So with that, let's go ahead and go over a couple of the other items uh, remaining in the TWAB this week at Bungie. 
um, where they basically confirm what we've been talking about here on the show. And unfortunately, um, where they, the ghosts and artifacts are dropping less frequently than what they intended, which is making it difficult for people to reach higher light after 365. The grind is real until you get to 365, by the way. Um, and what they're going to be doing is in the f next few weeks, they're going to be providing a solution that provides alternate max light sources for those two slots. Um, now, if they just use Iron Banner to make it so that you get those two slots, I'll kind of be disappointed. Just because Iron Banner isn't around all the time. There has to be other ways so that you can get higher light. Two, three, sixty-five at least. So that when you get to to be able to do the raid, that's where you get your stuff. Because once you get to 365, I think you're in a good spot to do the raid completely. I would that that final room of 380 is is manageable if you play smart, and I'm talking about the raid. Um, but considering that you get an artifact drop before that, you have a high chance. I've gotten a lot of artifacts in from the um. From the actual raid itself, um, but once you get that art, once you get that artifact drop, you're able to level yourself up, get other stuff, get yourself in a good position. My concern is, and always will be, making sure that everybody has the opportunity to get to a good spot to be able to do the raid. Because if I'm, let's say I'm, I'm, I'm taking a new group through, and they got the mechanics down, but they just get burned because they're just not highlight light enough. And yes, at a certain point, you have to be able to, to be smart about the damage, but they even take a single step and they get splash damage from a cannon and they just die. I can see the frustration. And it, 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 I'm not saying that everybody ha is going to be absolutely perfect. They're going to make some slight mistakes with, with regards to Shanks, but dying so quickly it, it almost feels like you're you're going into a nightfall with with burns and and you can't do it do anything about it and and that that's what i'm concerned about this is making sure that everybody has the ability to get higher light so that once you get to 365 the only thing that's holding you back is your skill and that's how it should be i i i just i, I really want them to use archon's forge use that archon's forge please bungie make it so that you can get Blue drops up to 365. Make it so you can get not, drops, period, Bungie. Well, yeah, well, that's <laughs> beside the point. But but just light drops up to 365, blue drops. An armor here, a, a weapon here, a piece of armor there, an artifact here. That does good stuff to help people get to 365 so that when they do the raid, they can they can they feel accomplished. And then when you when you get the when you finally get those legendary drops where you can get helmets or guns or whatever like that's they'll be higher light than 365 i'm not I, i'm I don't, I don't think i'm asking for too much this is basically stuff that you're giving us from completing a strike yeah and in some cases if you put in a purple or a blue they're, they're as difficult for some players as a strike so i i, I just want them to utilize archon's forge mode because that mode is so much fun it really is a lot of fun is, is, is to be had in there. You're just destroying things left and right. And maybe if they give you a blue item that, that can go up to 365, 
it would do a lot of good things for the community. I, I, I think that they need to go and do what they said with, with regards to that, where the best place to level yourself up, to get yourself raid ready, is to do that Archon's Forge. Because right now, unfortunately, it drops cloaks, and that's nice. Occasionally, we'll drop a weapon. I've heard people get helmets. I I never got a helmet, but I'm, I, I just want, I want them to use that. Because it's one thing to use something new to, to level up. It's another thing to just grind out strikes indefinitely. That should still be an option for people, but I want them to use Archon's Forge. It's a lot of fun. And at least let us carry one blue, green, and purple offering if you don't want, to, want us to use nonstop offerings. Because, man, just... Yeah. It, it just... It's, it's really annoying. But that's beside the point. Um, with regards to um, issues that they already know about, um, Rise of Iron... Legacy, I'm uh, sorry, legendary faction class items, the new ones, are not contributing to faction specific quests. So make sure that you still hold on to those year two class items if you're looking to do those quests, because you're not going to get the, uh, the credit if you're going to be using the new ones. Um, there's an issue where the Frost Ease, the Hunter's exotic boots, negatively impact grenade regeneration st uh, stats from character discipline totals. Uh, the Winner's Run Strike has an issue that impacts the chances of receiving Skeleton Key rewards. Ugh. And they, th because of that, they changed the Nightfall to the Saber Strike, which isn't having that issue. Siva Heroic Strikes currently do not contribute to the Rise of Iron Take a Strike. You have to do the regular Siva Strikes. Uh, players are currently unable to complete Crucible Bounties related to player scores in Supremacy game types. Frame rate issues have been identified in the Wrath of Machine and the Kingdom Mountain story mission, um, which I actually experienced a good amount yesterday. It was really bad yesterday for some reason. Uh, there's a whole bunch of issues with Grimoire where like you'll get Grimoire based on uh, on your character, and it's like, oh, come on. Yeah, so they're already known of known issues. I had an issue yesterday, and I don't know how common this is, but. I went in with my warlock to help some people do the Axis final boss fight. And we got the we got the rewards and I got the reward for the auto rifle. But I hadn't done the other parts of the raid. So I went back in with another group and we were doing the raids and I wasn't getting anything for my warlock. And I know that he never he never did the raid because I, I make sure to check to see who's done what. And the fact that I wasn't getting rewards kind of took away from the experience. I mean, I'm at a good enough spot where it shouldn't affect me. I can just get stuff from packages. But for somebody who's trying to level up, like, that would really stink. And that was just my experience. I don't know how widespread. Maybe I just got hit with a, a bug. But I hope this isn't a common occurrence. Because I haven't heard other people say the same thing where they weren't able to open up chests. But it was a brand new character that, it, that, that was doing that raid that, that they never did that raid before with that character. So besides that, looks like that's pretty much everything from TWAB besides, you know, shout, shouting out props to the people that have completed the raid. David, was there anything else that you wanted to throw in before we go ahead and wrap this bad boy up? Uh, no, I think I think we covered a lot of, you know, this week's important stuff. So, All right. And with that, 
Why don't you go ahead and close it up? Yeah, well, as always, we want to thank you all for listening to In Orbit and let you know we're available on a ton of platforms. So please make sure you're spreading the word. It helps a ton when you do. We're on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Overcast for iOS, Stitcher Smart Radio, Player.fm, Pocket Casts, and we also have an RSS feed. The link to that is available on www.mashesbuttons.com. Please make sure to check out the other shows on Mashes Buttons Network while you're there. We have Double Tap, our podcast dedicated to fighting games in the fighting community, released bi-weekly on Wednesdays. Wow Talk, our podcast dedicated to World of Warcraft, released bi-weekly on Tuesdays. Watchpoint Radio, our podcast dedicated to Overwatch, available weekly on Wednesdays. SitRep Radio, our podcast dedicated to The Vision, released weekly on Wednesdays. Frontline Radio, our podcast dedicated to Battlefield and Battlefront, once a month on the third week of the month. And, of course, We Are In Orbit, your resource for Destiny news and commentary, available bi-weekly on Mondays. For any questions regarding scheduling, check out mashesbuttons.com slash schedule for all scheduling details. You can check us out on twitter.com slash mtbsite, facebook.com slash mashesbuttons, youtube.com slash mashesbuttons. David, where can people find you at? Um, as always, you can find me on Twitter at ds underscore bolt. And streaming on Twitch, twitch.tv slash dsbolt, no spaces, no underscores, as it is the trial seasons. Them trials carries are starting, but I won't carry you, I'll only help you, because saying carrying gives uneasy un- expectations. And I'm available on all the different locations, Facebook, Twitter, and Twitch at GoToNRG, that's G-O, the number two, N-R-G. And you can contact us with any questions here at the show to inorbitpodcasts at gmail.com. My prior events are not a memory. It is momentum. It advances, leads, and controls. Points and directs, shapes and forms. I may not enjoy what lies in front of me, but as in any story, the past needs resolution. We are the authors, the finishers of our fate. What is in my past is my prologue, What is in the future is my destiny. And on behalf of the entire In Orbit team, David, myself, Jarrett in the back, we thank you for listening to our show. And as always, we'll see you on the next mission. Your destiny call.